0: Welcome back to the LED Project Podcast. This is episode number 137, and it will be the final episode of 2018. My name's Kyle Krieger. Krieger. Oh, man, thank you so much. Like I'm kind of overwhelmed right now, Wilkie and I. Uh, Will is here. Will, what's good? What up? What up? What up? What up? Excited we uh this is just our episode where we kind of recap our year not only with the podcast but uh through uh lighthouse educator development that's you know and we were just talking about things we got to do we got to make sure people know we we talk more about on the podcast that we're actually the led project podcast is not who we are we we are lighthouse educator development and the LED project is everything we do through Lighthouse Educator Development. And I don't think we've ever really articulated that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man.
0: Do you remember how many how long we tried to come up with a name for the podcast before we just decided on that?
1: Yeah, because we kept trying to make it something that it wasn't. You know, I think because what it started out as again, the podcast came 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 to birth just as um, Lighthouse Educator Development came to birth through a conversation with us and I think that when we were trying to brand it something other than what it was you know that is you know we we started a conversation and we decided to include other people and to broaden the, the spectrum of, of who we reach with that conversation um, which I think is, is is should be the goal and desire of every educator you know i I've been, I been. feel so privileged to be back in the classroom now, feeling as if I have, you know, 88 different mentors that I can go back and draw knowledge from based on the people that we've interviewed on the podcast, you know, and to go back and to listen to some of those episodes and hear some of the words of wisdom that people have said, I mean, it, it, that, those type of things really help you when you're trying to develop and, and, and become a better educator, so... I think, I think, like I said, we were playing with names, but it really is. That's what it was. I mean, it's the LED Project mm-hmm. Podcast.
0: So, you know, on this episode, we, we want to do what teachers should do is, is just be reflective on our practice of not just the podcast, but, but Lighthouse Educator Development. So just, just the stats of, you know, some of the things we've done this year, especially through the podcast. We set a goal for 52 episodes, and we said we're going to do 26 interviews in those 56. I'm sorry, fifty-two. We did one hundred and twenty-one episodes, crushing it, and we had eighty-eight guests, crushing it. <laughs> so that that is overwhelmingly the good, um, crushing
1: it. Hey, but you know, but but you know, to to look at that number right there, you know, I, you know, we're both big fans of uh, Gary Vee, and um, you know, when you set a goal and a target and a mark, it's like. You know, this is something that we even as educators try to teach kids in the classroom. When you hit that mark and you crush it, man, acknowledge it. You know, you know. I, I told my kids the other day, I say, I swing hard with every time I go up to the bat. I'm like Babe Ruth. I'm going to swing hard every time. If I'm going to hit big, I'm going to hit And I think that we set a goal that we thought was big, and we crushed it. Yeah. We crushed it. We swung with everything we got, and we crushed it. And I think that 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 is in itself a a testament to when you purposely and intentionally set a goal and you go out there focused and go get it Mm -hmm. i mean that man i i salute you for your idea to have this conversation and to take it mainstream man because we would we wouldn't be here if you wouldn't convince me you know hey yeah that's not my generation to sit and have a conversation like that but you turned me on to it and that and i can say now seeing Hundred and twenty-one episodes later, we can see that there's a big benefit in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, and we went from two hundred and fifty-five downloads um last year in twenty seventeen to thirty over thirty-eight thousand this year, so which is just
1: crushing it
0: crazy. And we wanna come back uh in a few minutes and talk about the relationships we built just through that and and where we see ourselves. But I, I do wanna start with um <laughs> where we fell short this year because um there were a few uh concrete places that we for sure fell short um you know starting with LEA so
1: <laughs> you know and I oh, man that I think LEA was and it, it was one of those things I think it was it was it was ahead of its time um for what we were trying to do and um, I mean, that's just a reality. I really believe that that it, it's, do I think there's a need for it? Absolutely, 100%, I stand behind it. Uh, when we launched it, did it did it meet what it needed? No, does it mean it's bad? No, it just means that we need to go back and rethink it. You know, we, we've talked about it before, that trying to find a university partnership um, mm-hmm. is a big deal, because I think getting those pre-service teachers before they go into the classroom and providing them with that real, relevant type of experience and uh, expertise on what to expect, especially a lot of the teachers were coming from the Midwest, who are coming from the North, into these urban, you know, what I call now the urban suburban environments, and and teaching them how to build relationships with those difficult students and how to, and how to, and how to you know build it, leverage it, and, and maintain it, and make it fruitful for everybody. So. Yeah, it flopped. I mean, it flopped. I mean, we had what four, four people sign up, um, and despite our efforts to connect, it just didn't work. And I think, like I say, you you know, my whole thing about everything like that is that everything happens for a reason, and I just believe that that was one of the ones that was like, hey, it's not time for it yet.
0: Yeah, you know, and and just to clarify uh at, when we refer to lea we're talking about what we've called the or what we developed as the lighthouse educator academy and it it is as true to us as the podcast is because it was started i mean the idea for it and building it has been going for as long as we've been having this conversation mm-hmm. and the idea behind it was to create a, a teacher mentoring program for new teachers that gave every teacher the same great mentorship experience right because we we had discussed this at length between the two of us and on the podcast that our our teacher mentorship experience as new teachers and even going through was polar opposite ends of the spectrum. And we know that there are are, are variations of good and bad um in between. But we really wanted to build this and just say, hey, like, um, you know, and, and me being the dreamer, I was like, as soon as we built it, I was like, we can find a, we can find a school, we can find partners, we, you know, and we we kicked tires and we pounded pavement and we got after it as much as we could to find schools to partner with. And then we were like, well, let's just launch it online. You know, we believe in it. And I'm really proud of the fact that, I mean, and this is the same thing as it goes with the podcast. Like the fact that we're still as bullish on LEA as we are is almost as the same as how bullish we were on the podcast starting this year after we had had a year where i mean we didn't see a lot of traction or anything like that i mean it's still something we believe in it's a need but um it's one of those things that is beyond the scope of of really what we can do ourselves we need a partner you know whether it like you said a university partner um to work with pre-service teachers and then we'll we'll still be looking you know for schools or districts that are saying hey like our mentorship program's not working Right and 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 it and it it has now transitioned but I but I, I love that you say this to me all the time. Just because what you you know, we built it thinking it was this, but how many of those steps are now gonna be in what we're calling level up?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean but, that you know, I think when you look at it though, but it's one of those situations where you have to look at again, the the divine timing and, and the understanding that when we push, when we push towards something a hundred percent, it happens. We didn't really push toward LEA 100%. Right. We really didn't get behind it. Um, we, we, we did move and, you know, I had conversations with people, you had conversations with people. Uh, we launched it on, decided to launch it online. The 10th, I mean, we, we, it, it flopped because of a lack of, uh, of engagement with it, not because the, 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 the system was flawed. And so I think reassessing it and moving, moving forward, it's just a matter of looking at it and saying, okay, now, so we incorporate this in what we do and make sure that this is something that we're putting out to people? Um, should great mentorship cost districts anything? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Our kids deserve to have teachers who sit in the classroom who understand what it is they're going through and how to connect with them on, on their level, uh, who, who, who've who been trained in having those conversations. Because if you're not used to confrontation and you're put in a, in a classroom that's confrontational, you don't know how to take that energy that's there and wrap it up and then push it back out to the individual so that they can realize that it is a transfer, it is a going back and forth, and without the negative going back and forth. you know when you don't have control of the energy, things are just kind of going all over the place. you start raising your voice, you start yelling at kids, but teaching kid teachers how to go into a classroom and kind of harness their energy. one thing that Mr. Pruitt, my principal now um, he says you have to be you have to have a presence in your classroom, like you have to walk into your classroom, your students have to know. I'm here to teach you, I'm here to educate you, I'm here to guide you, I'm here to mentor you. They have, you have to have that presence and when you don't have a, a crop of teachers who are being trained in these areas. So you you you, you get teachers who, who who burn out fast because they're tired of having to argue and do all these different things. So, like I say, I, I believe in LEA 100%. Oh, I yeah, think for sure. Uh, and I think the flop was again, there was not enough engagement with it on our part, but I think that lack of engagement was because it just wasn't time. The fruit wasn't ripe yet. You know, we tried to knock it off the tree and it really wasn't ready to come off. So yeah. so I mean like I say I think that it it's it's just it's it's one of those situations where we'll repackage and we'll come back in with 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 greater ideas. I know as I move closer into the dissertation process, it um it's provided opportunities to uh to, to engage with more of the theoretical side of mentorship and and leading teachers and and also building relationships so um like i say i think that that's really where we are and i think like i say it just like i say it it was a timing it, it wasn't it wasn't a blown shot it was just the shot was made the target was not there that's what i'm thinking you know like mm-hmm. the shot was there if the target was there we would have hit it but it just wasn't time. So, so yeah. All right.
0: And like you said, I, I don't remember who was, I remember it being at AIE. It was in one of the keynotes where they talked about the Olympian shooter who was like about to win a gold medal and like put a perfect shot on the wrong target and got disqualified or lost or whatever it was. And I think that's that's just a matter of, um, yeah, like you said, it just, I believe in it. I think it's a program that has legs and it will have legs when it um, is the right time to. So um, speaking of that, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the two, our our two sessions that are new for 2019 that we're, we're excited about and we're looking to take on the road, share with schools um, and share with teachers, starting with Level Up Relationships
1: yeah man i am oh man you know that's that's been my hallmark um since i have gotten into education um I didn't come in knowing the pedagog- ped- all the pedagogical words to use and all the theorists and i wasn't you know I, I did not i did not have that all i had was my ability to connect uh I can say i'm a sociologist by by, by craft I'm, i study people and the inner workings of groups. And I transferred that knowledge into my teaching and I found that the most success that you have in a classroom is when you learn how to build relationships and I think that that is where a lot of preparedness programs are not they're so focused on how you're going to present a rigorous lesson plan or how you're going to prepare students for an assessment or how you're going to handle this situation when Really, it should be, do you know yourself? Now, how would you wrap yourself up and present yourself to somebody that you really want to get into a long-lasting relationship with? You know what I mean? You have to take the the gloves off, so to speak, and say, "Let, let let me be brutally honest with myself and say, do I even want to be my friend? And as an educator, that's something we have to be aware of, because if I bring in my insecurities in the classrooms, I can't on solid, a, a solid relationship with a student who themselves may be on a shaky ground with themselves. So now you've got two shaky structures that really, if you sure yours up, then at least they'll have something to lean on to until they get theirs together. So I think that that, to me, leveling up, you know, building that relationship, sustaining that relationship, and then leveraging that relationship so students can have the greatest impact in their lives. I think that's how we all learn. You know, you love hunting right now. You know, because that's something that your dad instilled in you. You you did it together, and that was part of what you do. And so for you, that that was part of that connection. And I'm you know I'm sure that when we get little 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 Kay Jr. later on, you know that 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 will be the same thing instilled in him. And so um, that's what we that's what we learn from our parents are our first teachers, and how do they teach us by building a relationship with them establish, it's mommy, it's daddy, you know, establishing those clear roles, caretaker, you know, comforter, nurturer, I'm your source of food, I'm your, I, we building relationships and that teaches us different things, it teaches us who to depend on, who we can count on, who's going to be there for us, who to call on, and that's the same thing as teachers, we have to do, we have to go back to the basics as it relates to how we build relationships with students, that is paramount and I will speak that until I have no voice left because I think that is the one missing link between good teachers and amazing teachers we got a lot of good teachers but not not everybody has the courage to to search themselves to become amazing
0: yeah I mean and you know that's the point too is that the difference between good and amazing isn't extrinsic it's intrinsic absolutely you know, and, and to your point, and this is something we talked about, you know, with our podcast and and the, the greatest example was like, you know, I can trace our, our, our history back to that. Like when we met, I was a shaky structure, but you were, you were pretty solid. And there was a long time where I leaned on you. And then as I, you know, solidified myself, then I was there to support you. And it, and it became this, Reciprocal relationship, and we've sustained that now, going on six years. But the leverage piece is is just is the unsung piece because I could, you know, we were talking about in the things we were so happy with and and blessed and proud of this year was the relationships we've built across education. Oh man! And and we can trace so many of those relationships back to one person, Tasha Wright. Yeah, because when we were just getting started interviewing people like it, it was a really big step for us to just reach out mm-hmm. but we reached out to her had a great conversation with her and from there you know we were able to connect with some of the presenters at your heart out and then we got the invitation you know like hey we we would love for you guys to come out to, did, did the Bahamas thing come first or did the Vegas thing
1: come first? Bahamas came first and then Vegas was on in, in route. So we were like, Hey, we'll, we'll go to Vegas. And so, yeah.
0: So, so they reached out to us and asked us to be a part of a group of teachers who are, um, uh, promoting and, and teaching and training and, and being a big part of their cruise, which is coming up in June of 2019. Yes. And we said from there, we were like, hey, we would really love to connect with you sooner than that. So we went out to Vegas,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and we didn't present, we weren't on the bill, but we just went and we did what we do and we built relationships. And, you know, from there, um, I think this, this is going to go out after, but I will have just been at the first pep talk yeah. series event in Atlanta That's gonna um, be
1: awesome. with, with, gonna with Mr. D with Mr.
0: D <laughs> with, uh, Michael Jr., Keelan Allen from the Ellen show will be there. Yeah. Uh Miss Inappropriate and and Gary Brooks. Wow. You know, and they actually I, I'm I'm going to have been a part of it in some way, shape, or form. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but I mean, looking at that, we will for sure be in the both of us. Like I'm I'm going to um Atlanta this first time because you're gonna be in Mexico. Mm-hmm. We will both be probably, they're having another pep talk series in San Francisco in March, which we probably or possibly would be at. We'll for sure be in Atlanta with the first teacher heart out at the end of March. We'll be on the cruise in the Bahamas. And we'll for sure be in San Antonio for the last teacher out of the year. Plus, there are two more pep talk series throughout the year. I mean, so we're going to be traveling six or seven times just with those people you know with just that relationship and and the thing for me that I I want to clarify to people it's not the fact that we're a part of that that event it's all of the people who we now have a chance to build relationships with and to be able to to grow our impact
1: cuz i mean without that i'm well i mean it i think it's just it it it's like you know it's like your brain every time you engage with something and you it's, it's a challenge you grow a dendrite so if there's a there's a different synapse that's firing this way so there's a new growth here different synapses firing. and I think the more places in the position to to be where we want to be which is influencing teachers and impacting the lives of students all over this country and all over the world then that is what we're celebrating, is the opportunities to be in front of more educators, the opportunity to connect and build relationships with more people in order to push the message that we're saying is, hey, look, guys, the most important thing in your classroom is not your pedagogy. The most important thing in your classroom is not the content you're teaching. I mean, it's not your, um, uh, the assessments that you're preparing them for, it's can you build a solid relationship so that student can trust you with their learning that is that is the challenge of any teacher can i get this kid to trust me and some of those challenges are not they're easy in some places their students already come to school preparing to to trust a teacher or preparing to do this then there's those challenging situations where students have been been deceived and they've been um um, abandon, They feel like they, they haven't had that um, emotional tie. So their natural instinct is to kind of push back and they test you to see if this, are you really, are you really, truly who you say you are? You know what I mean? Like that, that's some environments that teachers have. I, now I'll, I'll get right when I know you're going to be right. When you, when I know you're going to be here, then I'll do right. And that's some of the environments that our teachers are in, and they're not, a lot of teachers are not equipped to deal with how do you build a relationship in that type of environment, or how do you get students to, to trust you, to believe you? Um, how do you find it within yourself to look at yourself and trust yourself? You know, that's a big thing. Do I trust myself in what I'm doing? Am I investing in myself?
0: You know, and, and that's, that was, we would both say that's been a challenge you know, when you take the leap to start a nonprofit and it's been a challenge with the podcast, like to trust yourself when you have those moments of like, am I really, you know, the person that should be out here talking? Am I really the person that should be having these conversations? But the feedback we've gotten from those people and the number of people who, whether we, they're people we interview or people that have reached out to us that have just said, you know what, we, I had an, um, Hal Bowman of the episode of, come out after this one but he was just like the thing I love about that is is you're genuinely out there just having conversations with teachers and I feel like what we've done with the podcast that makes me most proud is we we've done our part to to try to shift the narrative we're 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 doing our part to try to bring to the public what teachers really do what their stories really are and and you know show that there's teachers doing great things everywhere
1: but it also is to show other teachers that when I'm in my, I'm in my situation, or I have a day where I'm in my feelings, I can know I'm not alone. Hmm. I can know that there are people out here who connected with me. You know, there are people out here who's willing to connect. You know, we're just on a, you know, was on a podcast with uh, Chip Baker, and you know, after he we were on the podcast, he shared a list of like forty different people who are ready to connect with educators to come out and speak to schools for free. You know what I mean? So, so, and this is just from the power of sitting and having a conversation with somebody. But again, it goes to say in this world of social media where we're so connected with so many people, we're so disconnected from so many people because we don't stop to have conversations. We emote our lives, you know, instead of talking with people and having these conversations to really kind of get them to see where, where are you? Where are you within, within your teaching uh, evolution? where am I and how do I see myself in either where you are or that's where I was? You know what I mean? Like, and, and it, it kind of helps you navigate the waters. It's like mm-hmm. somebody giving you a roadmap to success and all these podcasts together. It's like, you got to kind of piece the puzzle together to see that this one's talking about diversity in the classroom. This one's talking about having an inclusionary atmosphere. This one's talking about how to work with special education students and see their abilities. You know, This one's talking about the, the power of tutoring and, and getting that after-school support. All of these things coming together as an educator helps me to see what do I need to put in place for myself? What limits do I need to push and barriers do I need to push for myself to really meet, be the best for my students? Who could I connect my students to? To help them when they're having a struggling situation like there's so many little little um little positive gains that comes out of just sitting simply having a conversation
0: Mm. you know when it it reminds me of what amanda tooley said to me the other day when i was having a conversation with her and i we shared this with charnay was like you know kids want need books that are a window, a mirror, and a sliding glass door. I mean, and I feel like that's a great reference for what we want the podcast to be too, is like, we want you to be able to see other teachers and and connect with teachers that may not be having your experience. We want teachers who you can see reflected in what you do. And then we also want to be able to provide, you know, a space and I think that's what we do when we connect with people and connect them with other people is that sliding glass door to where we can now have a shared experience. Cause although we're going through a shared experience, you know, of teaching our shared experiences can be so different, cool. but then there's, but there's common threads through, you know, most people's experience. So I, th- I think that's, that's the part um, that we're excited. And, and gosh, we got off tangent on, um, but this is why, uh, we're so excited for leveling up relationships because this is really what it's born out of, um, that, that cause to a person, man, woman, every person we've talked to has to a T stressed the importance, not just the importance, but that the relationship is, is the bedrock. Like it's, it's square one when it comes to being a successful educator. And it's not and, – and, you know, you said this too. Like, and if you don't have the relationships, you're missing out of what is probably the the best part of being a teacher. Mm-hmm. It's having those relationships with kids and having those moments where you see them five, ten years down the road or whatever it is. I mean, gosh, it's hard to beat those.
1: Man, that's – that to me, those are the golden moments. There's a million-dollar moments that just – When I run into students or students come find me and say, I've been looking for you, Mr. Law. I've been wanting to have a conversation with you. I want to thank you for blah, 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 blah. Those are moments that, man, ah, man, it makes my heart just melt, man. Like, even, you know, at church yesterday, you know, we were walking out and there was a student who's not one of my students, but he's a student at at, at my, at, at Jones Middle School and he saw me. And he walked over to me and was just like, hey, Mr. Law. And I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And my wife was like, is he one of yours? I said, yeah, he's one of the students at Jones. She goes, no, is he in your classroom? I was like, no, he's not in my classroom, but I see him in the hallway all the time. We talk. And, you know, and she was like, that is the perfect thing for you because that's what you love to do. And, you know, for me, it's like, that is me. I love to have there is nothing greater than connecting. You know, I love that old proverb that says, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, take someone with you. You know, and I think that when, when you look as, at, at us as educators, is I'm not trying to get there in a hurry. Because we know our, we, this is a marathon, sometimes like a steeplechase. You know, cross country, you know, we, you know, it, it's an Iron Man sometimes, you know, you got to get
0: yeah, the adventure, tough mother adventure race. <laughs> right, right,
1: right, right. It's, it's all of that wrapped up into one. So to say that I'm going to do this thing the fastest by myself, that's not my objective. My objective is, can I push this to the limit with everybody that's with me? You know, you talking about squad goals. I want my squad goals to be we all cross this thing together. We all cross this thing, finishing. We all get across the students. We all grab students, captivate them, motivate them, inspire them, educate them, tutor them, mentor them, make them who they wanna, who they're meant to be, not who I want them to be. You know, my rule in my classroom. I don't care. if, You know, I told kids, I don't care if you stand up in my room as long as you're not blocking somebody else's view and you're not being a distraction. If sitting down irritates you. Then stand up. Stand up. You know, that's not going to bother me if you need to be in a seat where you can be off to the side so you can stand up. That does not bother me. You know, And being even just that to say, you know, man, one kid wanted to sit on the floor, sit on the floor. It's not going to bother me. You know what I mean? It's like whatever it's going to be to take make you feel comfortable. You know, you, you have to get to that point as an educator where we're in a relationship. If you and I are in a relationship and you're coming over for dinner and I know you love states, and, and I'm not, if I'm preparing dinner for you and I know you love steaks, then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and find me some nice T-bones, some nice sirloin, and I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to cook my guy some steaks because my man's coming over. You know what I mean? I, I know what you like, so I'm going to give it to you. When you do that with your students and you become hospitable in your classroom to accommodate your students, guess what? They're going to do the same thing for you. They're going to walk in and give you treats. They're going to walk in preparing for you like you prepare for them.
0: You know, I... I have wanted to be able to give a roadhouse reference the entire time we've been doing the podcast. RIP Patrick Swayze. But you know, it reminds me of the scene in roadhouse where he's taking over the bar that's like just notorious for fights and drugs and all those things. And he's like, the number one rule is be nice. If someone throws a drink in your face, be nice. If someone cusses you out, be nice. If you have to walk someone out, be nice and it's it's just that simple you know like it it, it shouldn't be understated right. but you know so okay so a good yeah so our our first you know um professional development which we're developing into three it's three separate sessions right mm-hmm. three sessions uh it's yes. called leveling up your relationships um, and the second one we're really excited about uh, is podcasts as projects, which is um, just uh, an expanded version of what we presented at AIE in San Antonio. So, um, what do you think the po- uh, the uh, teachers can get out of podcasts as
1: projects? Well, I mean the same thing we've been talking about that that what can be gained from a conversation. What can be gained from a conversation? There's an extreme power that you gain in having a conversation with somebody because now what you're forced to do is to honor their voice and they're forced to honor your voice. And when you have that situation where someone knows that I have a say in what I'm doing and what I'm learning and how I'm learning it, then that opens the door up to, to, it frees up a lot of the other things that you would be dealing with in the classroom because now you have given students an outlet. You know, mm-hmm. I tell my students all the time, it's okay to tell me that I suck. Please tell me that if, I've sucked. if I suck. If I suck, then don't just reel out in the classroom and tell me I'm stuck. Write it on a post-it note. Write it on an index card. Give it to me. And let me know, Mr. L-. So that way it forces me to reflect and say, okay, what made this suck for this one student? Um, because I think it's important that we understand that. And we have to get to that.
0: Thanks for checking out what was the first episode of 2019 of the LED Project Podcast, not the last episode of 2018. We really appreciate it. Um, sorry that we had to cut it off quickly. Uh, we had some technical difficulties there, but we're going to come back with more of what we're working on this year, but we super appreciate everything uh, that we got and we experienced with all the people who were on our podcast last year, um, and we're super excited for the guests we've got lined up this year and, and the different things we're going to do, so we appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please share it out on social media. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. Uh, you can find us on social media as at value adds value on Twitter and Instagram. And also it's dot will dot law on Instagram and it's underscore will underscore law III on Twitter. So we super appreciate it and uh, looking forward to bringing you everything we have. Uh, This is Kyle from Lighthouse Educator Development, and we're out with this episode of the LED Project Podcast.